0: He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor.
1: I had a 6 ACT in 1967. One time I got an A, and my grandma beat me for cheating.
0: Now with Hale Varsity Radio.
1: <laughs> Tower 2, and Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Bill Dolman in with us. At Bill Dolman on Twitter, Pride of Fairberry, NBC Sports, the professor. Billy D, we did a little, uh oh, we, Elijah, did some really nice imaging work there. And hey, we got a we got an intro for you. We just gotta have a walk-up song. <laughs>
2: Well, somebody was busy in shop class over the past uh, couple of
1: days. <laughs> we have a, a new intro and an airtight bong. So, I mean, it, it, works, it, it works well. So, hey, uh, good to be with you. It uh, is the season to talk prognostication. This is not in blood. It's not in ink. We've got a couple weeks yet to do that still for uh, the the number. What's Nebraska going to be at? So I want to bring up Cutter. He's in the stream. He's commented, can do so on the YouTube channel, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. And want to get your thoughts, Bill. want to bring Cutter's comments up here real quick. He wants to win. He's a, a big Red fan. But, you know, he says uh, record won't necessarily depict best or worst case But it's that incremental improvement. You've heard Trev talk about it. You've touched on it uh, before and the topic of being competitive, right? Uh, Now, best case, to, to follow up the second part of the comment here from Cutter, before we get your thoughts, Bill, he says, you know, best case, worst case, four and eight or eight and four. I'm thinking dream season, best case, you're at nine wins. And in Indy, I'm saying worst case, you just miss a bowl game. Uh, somewhere in between lies the truth. How do you feel about this year?
2: Well, if you ask me, the 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 worst case scenario is that Trev Alberts takes the Ohio State athletic director job. James Franklin James Franklin leaves Penn State for uh, Texas A and M. Matt Rule goes back to Penn State. Steve Peterson comes back as the athletic director. Hires Sean Eichhorst to oversee football, and we got a triumvirate of losers who decide that they want to come back and try it for a second time. That would be the absolute worst case scenario, along with bringing out those purple alternative uniforms or the ones that look make us look like Lincoln High as a tribute to the black shirts. That's the worst case scenario.
1: OK, uh, so clearly you went to. Uh macro with this <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not 2023 on it uh, i want you to stick you with 2023. the worst uh, I, case scenario <laughs> I, I don't i don't need the connect the dots of treb going to ohio state franklin going to a&m and uh you know smiley jones coming back for the sequel <laughs> nobody wants All right, (laughs) Dion's grabbing the Jack Daniels right at five oh nine Central Standard Time. Dear God, (laughs) dear God, no! (laughs) Look, I'm uh, at a (laughs) second
2: I'm at a second floor window here. It might take two or three attempts to get the job done uh, (laughs) if that were to happen. To be honest with you, but anyway, what are you um doing, Bill?
1: Using this chair to break the window so I can jump?
2: Uh, well, obviously, you know, look, best case scenario is uh, Nebraska goes 13-0 and uh, in the regular season and uh, wins the Big Ten championship. And, of course, 13-0, and that means winning by. Um, and uh, you, you, you go on, you win the national title. So that's the best case scenario, and that's really the way I'm leaning. Worst case scenario, 12 and one
1: okay there's the, there's the tie that's brought back in just for nebraska by the big 10 conference I was say, okay didn't,
0: isn't that yeah. impossible now with all the stupid two point maybe it just goes for so long the two point conversions that they just call the game it, darkness yep. weather rolls in yep. weather rolls in you have to, to call it there
2: yeah so that's what that's really uh after deep analysis uh, those are my thoughts on best and worst case scenarios of the 2023 season okay now, if you want to play hypothetical, uh, you know, look, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot riding on the, uh, the Minnesota game, I think, mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. And if it doesn't go Nebraska's way on the scoreboard, for the love of God, if it looks like this team can score from the one-yard line with four downs, then I think it's a positive step. Okay, that's the that's the nightmare that continues to replay in my mind when you're talking about Nebraska, and Minnesota. When we get to Michigan State week, we'll have to have flashbacks to wayward punts. Okay, when we get to Illinois week, we'll think about the punter who ran for 48 yards on fourth down and 14. So we all have some bad memories in recent years. But I think a a lot a lot is predicated on on how people are going to feel about the season, depending on how Nebraska looks in that season opening game nebraskans know football i've been saying it forever they know what good football looks like they know what good effort looks like they know that good football can have a bad result and i think nebraska fans can accept that and if nebraska goes to minnesota and understands what they have with jeff sims at quarterback with what people are perceiving to be uh I don't want to say weaknesses at wide receiver, but a lack of depth at wide receiver and some youth, okay? And if, if you got to throw the football around, can you do that? But people do perceive that the uh, running back position is a strength. And if they do have good production out of Irvin, out of Johnson, out of Anthony Grant, and the fullback, and maybe that offensive line is able to, to, to turn you know, out 250, 300 yards, dare I say, in a losing effort, I think people would look at that Minnesota game and go, you know what, this Nebraska football team and this coaching staff, they know what they have in 2023. It is going to be dominated by the ground game. It is going to be a measured... An efficient passing game it's not going to have the big play threat that they had a year ago where you could rely on casey thompson when healthy to just cast it down to trey palmer who might be the best rookie receiver in the nfl this year they're not going to have that in all likelihood maybe the tight end position produces some big play guys but i think we're going to know a lot about nebraska football as to the best case scenarios against minnesota and if they if it if they look good and that defense plays an attacking, violent kind of game, see ball, hit ball, um, and they if they win, great. Uh, but if they look like they know what they're doing, they know how to play within themselves, I think people will take a lot of positives out of the, the game in Minnesota no matter what happens, and then they go kick the crap out of Colorado because apparently they don't want to fight out there.
1: Bill Dolman with us. var Varsity Radio, at Bill Dolman on Twitter, the pride of Fairbury. You know, you laid out uh, a lot of important things there with the look, and guys, that's kind of what Nebraska fans have been yearning for for a while. And you you said it best. You can have good football and in a in a bad result, but overall, that's really what's been missing. Um, just is the the competency, and, and I think it's okay to. To feel like no matter what happens Thursday night, Gertie agrees um, <laughs> that that you can you can be a program and a team that that is going to work on your shortcomings and improve on your strengths and and get to a, a spot by the end of the year that you know what you can build on.
2: You know, not only do not I want to see a team that can't score from the four or the one, you know, when it's first and goal but this team if if they are at least doing anything and listening to matt rule or anything said in my class you have to pay attention to detail and how many times in some of those close games over the last several years did we, did you see games where nebraska they get the ball first and it's first and 15 mm-hmm. and then they get that first down and there's a holding penalty or there's a procedure or there's, you know, they fumble the football, uh, you know, the missed tackles, uh, lack lack of effort in the fourth quarter. But, you know, th- there are so many times in those close games where Nebraska's got some momentum and they're feeling good and it looks like, you know, they got a chance and then you th- they kill themselves with penalties just, you know, where you're not paying attention or you're not, you don't look, sharp on a point after try, you know, little things like that, that again, speak to Nebraskans who can watch a game of football and know they're not ready. They're not prepared. They're not paying attention. Right. And I I think that if we see a Nebraska football team in the first couple of weeks that you don't have those procedure penalties and you're starting off first and 15 or on third down and one, and then it's third down and six. Or you've got a third down and eight, and you make that pass to the flat for four yards. Little things like that, you know, that just drive people crazy because that's not good football. That's not paying attention to detail. And if there's anything that Matt Rule and his staff can do is that they can make sure that those guys are at least on the right page at the right time and not setting themselves back when there's no need to at all.
0: Bill Dolman's with us here at Hale Varsity Radio. And Bill, I think kind of along with the point you just made, a lot of Husker fans over the past couple of years, they didn't think it was a necessarily a talent issue. There could have been better talent than the Husker football team, but they had enough talent to at least go bowling and be better than three and nine. So if it's not bowling, if it's less than, than six and six, it is closer to that three and nine mark this year. What does that that tell you about where the Husker football program is at? If it just kind of does prove that it is a talent issue or, or the problems within the program are deeper seated than, than something one coach can fix in one off season.
2: Less than six and six, Elijah, I do not hear you, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That, that would be, I think that would be really disappointing because uh, look, if we're going to play the recruiting game and, and people pay so much attention to it, you know, you, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. I mean, everybody gets excited about the commitments that they get and the guys who sign. And then there's so much hope. And then you find out, you know what? That's all they really wanted was they wanted the hype, but they didn't want to deliver, or they weren't coached up, or they weren't coached, whatever the case might be. But we have been led to believe that there are some really good talent in this Nebraska football program. Granted, you've got some guys who have had some injuries that have set them back. You know, Heinrich at linebacker, Fadoni at tight end. Teddy Prohaska along the offensive line, you know maybe those have been significant enough that they have set that team back uh, you know in, in a way. but uh, if if this team goes less than six and six and does so in a way in which they don't look like they are competent, <laughs> paying attention, paying attention to detail, it will be disappointing. If it's six and six because you're playing in a pretty tough conference and you've had some close games, it might be tough to accept, but you realize, you know what, these are growing pains and not heartbreak. And I think if we see a team that gives a lackluster performance, it'll be heartbreaking. But if it's a team that fights, comes up short, goes six and six, you're growing pains. And I think that that would be positive.
1: Bill Dolman with us. A couple minutes left. It's Hale Varsity Radio. At Bill Dolman on Twitter is where you find him, the professor, NBC Sports, and we're playing best case, worst case scenario. How would you rate the West this year with everybody uh, in the league having a transfer quarterback, it feels like? I mean, you go down the the list, it's Wisconsin, it's Nebraska, it's Iowa. Uh, I take the Enders. It's, it's not Minnesota. What do you think wins the West this year? Five, six, seven?
2: I, I don't know. I'm looking at some of the Big Ten, you know, conference uh, records from a year ago. Five and four, eight and five. Six and three, eight and six. Three and six, five and seven. Four and five, eight and five. Four, five, seven, five, seven, six, five, four, eight, five. I mean, those and are the conference those are those are conference numbers and overall records. And granted, you had the outliers with Michigan going thirteen and one and nine and zero, oh, but even Purdue, who won, you know, their division six and three, eight and six. So there's a lot of teams that a year ago were teetering on some disastrous seasons, but they eke out a winning record and got to go to a bowl game. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you, you would think that iowa they, they seem to be happy with who they have at quarterback, and that the pressure would be on. Um, uh, Ferent, Brian Ferentz is the offensive coordinator to be more productive offensively. But given the news off the field, again, take the unders if you're, you know, watching an Iowa game. Uh, <laughs> Wisconsin—do we know what we're going to have with Wisconsin? Uh, everybody seems to think that wow, that new, that newfangled passing game is going to work in in Madison is it do you really know and um, they've got a lot more new players than, than uh just a new a new coach so i i don't know i mean i'm not going to say you know that somebody's going to challenge nebraska for the for the west crown but uh, i think it's i think it's probably fairly wide open as to who could win it
0: bill before you get you out of except here.
2: for northwestern
0: <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. Uh, Bill, before we get you out of here, what's your litmus test for the season? How good this Nebraska team is going to be in terms of is this team going to be closer to the floor than the ceiling? Is it going to be Minnesota or is it going to be one of those games later in the year where Nebraska can find their footing and hit their stride a little bit?
2: Okay, I'll play your game. I I, I think as I look at this, I think that it is possible that Nebraska does start 4-0. Okay? okay? Uh, I don't under- understand why Minnesota is the games have been close recently, right? So why not win that game in Minneapolis? Yeah. And then you, you win in Colorado, you win your first two games at home. Yeah. Michigan might be kind of tough. All right. But Illinois might be kind of tough on the road, but I, I think it's entirely possible. That team could be eight and two, seven and three going into its uh, final two games of the, the regular season. And that's at Wisconsin. Again, a new new team. And then you've got Iowa at home. Why not win that? So, I think Nebraska is better than 500 going into the last couple of weeks, and I don't think a bowl game is not going to a bowl game to me would be, it would be heartbreaking, you know, not growing pains. It would be heartbreaking. I think this team, if if the talent we're led to believe that it has, it should be bowl bound and with at least eight wins.
1: Bill Dolman, Billy D will get caught up again and. Thanks for squeezing us in and to keep that window shut, all right?
2: <laughs> Would you like me to re- review my uh, worst-case scenario again?
1: No, no, it's okay. No, no. Okay, no. all right. Bill, you can't fly. Uh, Brady Altman's <laughs> coming up, Hour 2 with Hale Varsity.